0: Yes he did now. Took the time out. Oh I, I, I should glad today.
1: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Anybody glad that somebody prayed for you today? Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Thank you. Amen. Ah. You may take your seats. You may take your seats. Amen. I'm glad to be in the number today, (laughs) y'all. Amen. I am so happy to be here today because you know something? When you look at somebody. And see what God, sometimes somebody ain't got to say nothing, but just look at them and just see that God done brought them. Sometimes people ain't got to tell their testimony, but show their testimony. Even with Lazarus, when Lazarus came out the grave, we never heard him say a mumbling word. People just saw that he was once was dead, but now he's alive. Somebody look at you and say, you was once sick, but now you're healed. You was once broken, but now you're delivered. You was once an outcast, but now you're brought in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we have a treat this morning. I didn't tell nobody. I didn't want to tell nobody. Amen. But we got three deacons this morning that's going to come bring us a word today. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. 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 First up, we're going to have, in this order, we're going to have deacon. Ronnie Williams. Right after Deacon Ronnie Williams, we're going to have Deacon Sean Michaels. And right after him, we're going to have Deacon, uh, did I say definitely? What did I say? Oh no, Deacon Ozell Michael. I said Sean Michael. Deacon Ozell Michael. And then after him would be uh, Deacon um, Sean Watson. In that order. Give them a hand. Amen. He got you the mic for he got the Okay. Praise the Lord
2: Church. God showed up this morning, didn't he? Oh, yeah, and he's still here. Praise the Lord, Church. Praise the Lord, Church. Hey. Pastor called me and wanted me to um I don't know, my Appreciate that he already got it wrong already. <laughs> but going uh, Sunday school, I don't know who attended the Sunday school lesson, but uh, if you wasn't there, you need to start coming. Everything I got written down here, we already covered in Sunday school. How we shall raise our children. Proverbs twenty-two six says states that start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from. Hey, Amen. I am a living proof of that. My mama used to drag me to church. I, I I stopped coming when I was 16. But you know what? It instilled something in me to come back. Well, Amen. Okay. Hey, and I'm glad I'm back. Amen. As an adult, my children, will live on the wisdom that I instilled in them. But most of all, they're going to live on the wisdom from the word of God. There's nothing in the Bible, I mean, excuse me, there's nothing in the world that's going on with you that the word doesn't have. It will show you how to solve anything that you're going through in life. Amen. 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 And that, you know what? Like I said, you guys already heard it all. But most of all, read the word. Amen. Stay in the Lord. Amen. Pray. Amen. Have a personal relationship with God. Amen. Oh, amen. Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, church, and amen. 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 <laughs>
0: Hallelujah Oh
3: Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord church Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's a beautiful day just like you said in Sunday school. Um, we done heard it all. Okay, but good morning. Giving honor to God. Giving honor to God, which is the head of my life. And the pastor, first lady, deacons, and friends, even the little children. All right. So, we're going to thank the pastor in advance for giving me this opportunity to get before you today. To share a few words. But before I get to my scripture reading, I got a few more words I want to say. You know, when I was a kid, as long as I can remember until my mother and my father passed, we always had a good relationship with each other. And, you know, and same right now, I have a good relationship with my kids, you know, because, you know, they can talk to me about anything. But, Yesterday, I went out with my wife to a little um, job party, you know, it was just a little picnic, you know, and there was a gentleman there, and I had met this gentleman before, but me and this gentleman, we never conversate, so yesterday, I was sitting in a chair, you know, this there, and this gentleman came up, and he sat down beside me, you know, and me and him began to, you know, talk about things, and You know, as went on, and he was telling me that he did two tours in Vietnam. And so he said they wanted him to go back the third time, but he refused, and he said, you know, it was time for him to get out of the service anyway, so he got out of the service. And, you know, he was just saying, you know, how God is still blessing and how miracles is still happening, you know, today. And I said, yeah, you know, me and him discussed a few things, and I said, you know, Miracles still going on, and Amen. then we went a little farther. He went a little farther talking to me, and he said, "You know, I had a tumor behind my eye. It was so big. You know, he said nobody thought I would make it. And he said they removed the tumor from him, and he said it wasn't even cancer. Everything is fine. So I'm just saying this, and like he told me, he he said it was a miracle. It was a miracle because you know." God's still giving out miracles. Amen. You know, whether people know it or not, you know, and whether people speak about it or not, he's still giving out miracles. All right. So now I'm, I'm going to get down to my scripture reading. And it's the same one that Deacon Watson, uh, um, Deacon Williams read. Um, it's um, Proverbs 6. I'm going to read 6 and 19. Train a child up the way He should go, and when he is old, he will not depart. And nineteen is that is why we why trust may be in the Lord. I have not I have made not known to thee forever thee. Okay, and I'm gonna go to um, Ephesians six, verse four. Father, do not provoke your children to anger, but always train them up. Train them in their way. Bring them up in the um, directions and instructions that come from the Lord. Yeah? And the message today is going to be how to, how to be a Christian father with adult children. We know in the book of Proverbs it's wisdom. Able to live to live like sacrifice and Ephesians. Paul addressed a group of believers that remember him to walk with the Lord. Our, our Christian life prefers on what we teaches and tells our children. Our life lives must be reflected what we say and what we do. Walk the walk and talk the talk. My father, he, he was a man. He always taught us to take care of our home and our family. And that's what I tried to do. I instilled in my children. I teach my children that if they have a family, that's their job to protect them. And to be with them. Children should feel free to come to you with any problems and and not be afraid. All right? All right, the parents shouldn't even judge them, you know, as a father or what they uh, or how they come to you, no matter what it is. You know, and you're supposed to pray and you're supposed to cover the kids because they belong to you. With everything going on in the world today mass shootings, fightings at school, stealing. We must remind to pray with our children. Yes, our adult children. Be open to talk to them when they go good, whether it's good or bad, be able to talk to them. Must, know not al- must let them know they're not alone in this crazy world. Teach them and pray with them as we go forward. But you know, um, today we do. I do have a good relationships with, with my um, all of my kids. My son and my daughter. My daughter live in Charlotte, and um, my son he still lives here with us. So um, Sunday, she called me up and she said, she said, Dad, you ain't called me this week. She go, You know, I've been the sick in the shed. There, I say. You wasn't a sick in the shed. And all you had, I said, all you had was a sinus infection. I say, I know, because I heard my, my wife talking to you about it. You know, I say, uh, so I didn't, you know, look over you, but she always say, pops, pops, you didn't call me. If I miss a week or a few days and I don't talk to her, she um, always called me up and she uh, let me know that I wasn't on my job, you know, as the young people, you know, as the young people say, you know. But my son, he always he always come to me. He always said, Dad, he said, you know, I'm the prodigal son. <laughs> he said, because all the stuff that I've been through and I'm going through, he said, you always come to me open and you know you always help me out with what I need to do. So, I'm, I'm going to close with this. Remember, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they get old, They will not depart from it. Thank you.
4: Praise the Lord, Church. Anytime you want to do something for the Lord, you know the devil always got his hands in it. I went to bed Friday uh, Friday night, had my glasses on watching TV, broke my glasses. He didn't want me to see. Go to the store the Walmart to get some glasses, and it wasn't enough uh, uh, prescription. Because, you know, I wear prescription glasses. I said, "Lord, what am I gonna do?" But God is good. I took them old broken glasses, so forgive me if y'all see me have one glass, one one of my uh, glasses messed up. I can see with the ones I got on, but just in case, (laughs) I got my prescription glasses. Yes, he is. First thing I want to tell everyone is dads pray for their children. You can find that in Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 29 and 19. It says, uh, being a Christian father to your adult children. I got a couple of readings for you guys. uh, Sunday school was already preached, so the message has already been preached since Sunday school on. The Holy Ghost came in and did his job. So I'm here to teach. While adult children should be expected to go their own ways as they turn 18 and get ready to leave the nest, they should continue to honor their parents. You find that in Proverbs 23 and 22. There is nothing easy about being a father, especially nowadays. Well, we hear your pain. But an honest look at history reveals a comforting familiarity to this foundational premise. The fact is, dads have been throwing their hands up in the air for literally thousands of years. Fortunately for us, this means we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Now, saying that, I want to talk to you about a few things. Scripture is filled with people we can learn from. When it comes to the challenging vocation of fatherhood, several fathers in the Bible show what is wise to do and also what is wise not to do. Let's go with Adam, the first man. As the first man and first human, Father Adam had no example to follow except God's, for God's regrettably, he strayed from God. God's example and ended up plunging the world into sin. Ultimately, he was left to deal with the tragedy of his son, Cain, murdering his other son, Abel. Adam has much to teach today's fathers about the consequences of our actions and the absolute necessity of obeying God. God is looking for fathers who freely choose to obey him and submit to his love. Fathers with integrity live in the knowledge that nothing is hidden from God's sight. So don't try to run and hide. Now let's look at Noah. Noah stands out among fathers in the Bible as a man who clung to God in spite of the wilderness wickedness all around him. What could be more revelant today, Noah was far from perfect, but he was humble and protective of his family. He bravely carried out the task God assigned him to do. Modern fathers may often feel they are in thankless role, but God is always pleased by their devotion. Let's let's see the lessons we can learn from Noah. Fathers, God promised to bless and protect those who faithfully follow and obey him. Obedience is not a spirit, uh, not a sprint, but a marathon. It means a lifetime of faithful devotion. Even the most faithful fathers have weakness and can fall into sin. Let's take a look at Isaac, son of Abraham. The sacrifice of Isaac, many fathers feel intimidated trying to follow in the footsteps of their own father. Isaac must have felt that way. Abraham was such an outstanding leader that Isaac could have gone wrong. He could have resented his father for offering him as a sacrifice. Yet Isaac was an obedient son from his father Abraham. Isaac learned the invaluable lesson of trusting God. That made Isaac one of the most favored fathers in the Bible. Let's look at the lessons we can learn. God loves to answer a father's prayer. Continue praying, fathers. Trusting God is wiser than lying. Parents should not show favoritism to one child or another. You know, sometimes we do that. Don't want to admit it, but we do it. Let's see the lessons we can learn. God wants us to trust him so we will benefit from his blessing. Fighting against God is a losing battle. We often worry about missing God's will for our life, but God works with our mistakes and bad decisions. God's will is sovereign. His plans cannot be undone. I'm not going to talk about Moses. We all know about Moses. I'm not going to talk about King David because he was a man after God's own heart. And we know about, Jesus, or about Joseph, Jesus' earthly father. But let's talk about the one and only God, the father. Father is the provider and protector. It puts our lives in a whole new perspective. Every human father is also a son of the highest of God, the constant source of strength, wisdom and hope to Christians everywhere. Now, let's look at the lessons we can learn from God, the father. God is constant. He never changes. We can depend on him. God is faithful. God is love. Our heavenly father is an example for earthly fathers to emulate. Now, let's go on. here. Being a Christian father to your adult children. It starts with the training. Proverbs 22 and 6, as my fellow deacons already alluded to. Dads need to be your kid's first teacher. Second thing a dad must do, he must exemplify a good life. Remember, Scripture teaches us that we are who we are who we are, and how we live is like a letter from God. Our kids read that letter every day. So whatever you do, In front of your child. Your child is like a sponge. It takes in everything we do. You may not see it. Exactly. They do. And they act upon what they see. They emulate what they see. I'm going to give you an example with my own life. My father was an alcoholic. I said to myself, I ain't gonna be nothing like that. Well, guess what? I grew up to be an alcoholic. But God. But God. My son went to prison. But he saw how I turned around. And look at him, he's a funeral director now. But God. He followed in my footsteps because I, I, I He saw what I went through. He saw what I was. But he saw what God could do. So he came out of darkness into the light. He may not go to church like I do. But he exemplifies a good life. And he teaches his children what I taught him. The other thing, and you can find that in 2 Corinthians 3, 2, and 3. Fathers, don't provoke your children. The book says it. But oftentimes, we do. Don't do that. Don't do that. Look at you. You ain't going to be nothing. And what happens? They go to the world. And once the world teach them, it's hard to get it back. Fathers, never give up on your children. You'll find that in Luke 15th chapter. Twenty through twenty-four. Prodigal son. His father. He came back to his father. His brother was jealous, but he came back after. And what did his father do? Welcome him, open arms. He didn't judge him. He didn't curse him. He welcomed him back with open arms. Don't give up on your kids, Father. We'd never give up on our kids. And in my closing, James one and twenty two. Fathers, be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Practice what you preach. Ah.
1: Come on, give them a hand. Come on. Give them all a hand, church. Right. Amen. And they do a wonderful job. Amen. I was going to come up and try to close out, but Deacon Watson got up and started preaching. <laughs> amen. Good. They all did a great job. We saw, you know, and amen. Give them another hand. Amen. In Sunday school, one of the things that we said was that we don't teach it like the Bible said, teach it over and over and over. And I didn't give none of them a scripture. They all had the same scripture. And they said it over and over and over. We got to keep beating it in our heads. But I do want to say this one thing. As it was alluded to, we never stop being a father. You are never don't. And to the men and the, and the and the moms, to the fathers and the mothers that are not together, fathers cannot use the excuse that it was your mama. I'm mean, hit that rewind button. You can't use that excuse because you are still the father. As it was said that the father, we are the first teachers. The Bible shows it. It ain't the mamas. The fathers are the are the first teachers. And everything a child does, daughters too. Amen. It's supposed to be. And I want to say this, you know, we have for years, and this is when the discussion that started out last year, as to what age do you put your children out the house? Many of us had different ages and talking about 18 and all this other type of stuff. But let me tell you something. The Bible, if you look at the Bible, there is not an age when your children leave the house. They left the daughters stayed at the house until a husband came for them. The sons wouldn't leave the house until the father saw that the sons could take care of himself and that he was going off to get married. That's Bible. All of the different examples that we are seeing today of how people are living in their lives. If, as being a father, I preach I'm, and Pastor Miller's installation. When the world needs an example, Pastor, it's you. Well, fathers, when your children need an example, fathers, it's you. Thank you, thank you. It's you. What it? Oh, amen, amen. We have in our midst today. Deacon James and Naomi Dickerson in the back. Amen. Take us, stand up for us, please. Amen. From Trinity Missionary Baptist Church. Amen. Where the pastor, is. what's your pastor's name? Pastor King. Pastor King, Mother Parker's cousin. Amen. Amen. We are certainly glad to have you. Amen. That's family. Amen. Amen. So, um. Stand as, as, as doors of the church are open. We're gonna do this right. Yes, we are.
0: Amen. And grace,
4: how
0: sweet the sound. That's it. Everybody, yeah. Like I me. I I'm oh my God! Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I'm, uh, was blind, was blind, but now, Whoa.
1: If you are here today and you don't, and you haven't made Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I you may come. Maybe you've backslidden. You walked away from the church. Oh, but guess what? God said He's he, He's 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 still your father.
0: Praise God.
1: I want somebody to know that God <laughs> is still your father. Oh my God. Everybody praise in here, yo. Your earthly father God. may be gone. Your earthly mother may be gone, but God is still your parent. Oh God. Or maybe you need a church home today. Oh. We here at St. Paul, we are more than happy to welcome you in with us. We're not a perfect people, but we serve a perfect God. Pray Come on God. in and be a part of us. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're just thanking you, oh God, for oh. today. We thank you oh God for oh. this day being Father's day. We thank you oh God for the you you allowing your holy spirit to go through and heal today. Have go through and delivered and, ah, and just yeah. restored someone in their faith today oh, oh Father God, God. Oh God. We thank you oh God for how you've allowed some to walk through the door who thought they would never walk through the door again. Hallelujah. And Father God, we want to thank you oh God for giving us the opportunity and the privilege to praise your name today we want to thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to say glory and hallelujah we want to thank you lord for the opportunity to worship you and father god we want to thank you for the opportunity to listen to your word today god in the name of jesus and for everyone that is here god we want to ask you oh god for these monies that is about to be taken up oh father god let it all be taken up god For the uplifting of your kingdom, do as your word says you will do. Not because I'm telling you what to do, because God, I'm not he that can do that. Father God, you know all well and said what your word will do. So, Father God, we ask you, oh God, that those who give according to your word, Father God, in faith, I know you're going to bless according to your word, Father God. Now, God, I ask you, let the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit Rest room to abide with us now and forever. And as we leave this place, not out of your sight. Father God, we love you and we bless your holy name. In your son Jesus' name, we pray, Lord. Amen. 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 As we are getting ready to, to leave,